0: Shall we start? Koi bhi darshan, chahe wo darshan ho ya kisi or bhumi pe upja hoa darshan ho uske teen mukhe vishya hote hai aur un tien meinse eek nikal ke aata hai ek hai ultimate reality usko jis bhi naam se hum god bole ya brahman کہ ya origin, source We need to know about that. What is that ultimate reality? This is the first thing about, first subject of philosophy. And different philosophies have different uh, understanding about what that ultimate reality is. The second, we must know about ourselves. Who we are, why we are. And the third is what this world is. These are the three main subjects of any philosophy. And a philosophy remains incomplete if it doesn't touch upon at least one of them, preferably all three of them. And uh, from these three emerges a fourth. How should I deal in my dealings with the world, with myself? Because I need to know the origin. Why? Because I, that's my origin also. There cannot be two origin. I need to understand the source of creation because that is my source also. And I need to know who I am as I stand today and as I can become in the future. And I need to understand this world of varied phenomena so that I can deal with it meaningfully, effectively, even I may say spiritually, rationally. In a rational way, but knowing the real nature of things. So Indian thought has delved deep into these Uh, important questions, which unfortunately, very often we call them as abstract questions. They are not abstract, they are the real questions. If I don't know who I am, then all my life I have wasted. I have become this or that without being what I am. (laughs) And it's important, it's pragmatically important, let me tell, put it this way. If I am a lump of clay, as science asserts, then uh, I might as well go and uh, there are plenty of people who are rolling in the mud. They take alcohol, they take drugs, they are sensible people because if lump of clay, then rolling in the mud is absolutely fine. There is no point in being good if there is no eternal good somewhere in some way. So it's important. There are people who say, we don't know ji, whatever it is, but then it is going to direct my actions towards myself and towards others. If that reality is only a mechanical power, that is also people believe. And what does it mean by mechanical power? Is manat manga, manat mangne wali power. Whatever I ask, uh, the reality should be duty bound to give it, like an ATM card. I have my own pin, somebody else has their own pin, but you put the pin, whatever amount you have fed, it must give it. Isn't that how we look at this uh, reality which we call as God? But do we not see that if God is really that, <laughs> then He is, He is a machine, not a living conscious being with whom we can relate. When we ask something from our parents, our parents may give or may not give. Because in their heart there is love and wisdom. What is really good for my child? A child of ten may ask his father, Dad, you are a crore Give me one lakh rupees. Will a sensible father give it? Only a foolish father will make a four-year-old... Boy gift an airplane and then what happens? With the airplane, he will run all around the world <laughs> trying to save himself. <laughs> so, if the divine, we, our idea is there is a power, we believe in a power. And what is the business of that power? I am the center. That power is, should serve me. Every time I pray it must grant exactly what I have prayed for. Well, if it is a divine worth seeking then he cannot be such a meaningless, absurd power driven by human fancies, imaginations, wishes and desires. It is supreme wisdom. It can grant. It is omnipotent. But it is also omniscient. It can grant, but it has the larger picture. See, this idea that all that is in time is held by him. So the divine has the larger picture. He already knows this little child of mine struggling now down the line I have planned something for him therefore I will let him go through this challenge I am not going to he is there so we see very strange things in uh, the Mahabharata so Pandavas are the favorites of Sri Krishna who suffers more outwardly (laughs) answer is obvious no for what papa in some previous life if they were so puppies why did they become such beautiful beings outwardly who enjoyed most outwardly Duryodhana and the Kauravas but if they were such saintly people that they were getting the reward in this life then how come they became such horrible fellows so we have missed something. We are trying to kill, create a very neat picture of creation. I, I don't know, here or somewhere somebody was talking about symmetry. You know there is a reason why symmetry is missing always something, like a missing piece. <laughs> because it should allow for evolution. This evolution, journey through which we will reach perfection, so the Pandavas have to wander in the forests because they are meant for something much greater. Yudhishthir must go through the challenges, understand what really is dharma. Where did I make a mistake? Imagine after he became the actual emperor, he ended up doing dhyut krida. What what would have happened? Imagine Arjun after he they became the actual emperors and their what would have happened if he went into Moha? So, this is the great plan and we don't understand it because we try to superimpose our own idea one of good and bad God and what is not God based on a, we, God is busy divinizing us we are busy humanizing God <laughs> so he is a judge giving punishment holding a carrot. And they stick. So all these ideas stem from this ignorance. So this ignorance is very far spread. And therefore we are not able to have delight even when we believe in God. Why? Because we believe in a God who will grant me all my wishes. The day he doesn't grant wishes, we don't know where to go now. <laughs> so, Shwabindu is one by one answering. He has answered us to us about that ultimate reality. He has answered how this ultimate reality or he is answering how this ultimate reality has become this world which seems it's very opposite. Then he will answer why it is so and then he will answer what is the remedy. He is like the final physician giving us the permanent remedy. So let us continue with where we had stopped. Because if this is a question which people ask... One is they ask moral questions, if there is God, why is there evil in the world? It's a moral question. Well, God is beyond good and evil and uh, there is a reason why everything is there. It's a whole logic we can understand. But the other question is, okay, fine, we understand. But God is such chitananda. Why it is opposite? My existence is a limited existence. Consciousness, knowledge, force, everything is limited. Ananda is also limited. And not only it is limited, Ananda becomes suffering. So here he is describing to us, Who indeed could dare enjoy that which is devoid of bliss? He only could dare it who is all blissful. So he is reminding us that only he who knows deep inside, See, there are people who keep flashing their identity cards. You don't know who I am. Every second thing they will flash. Aren't you confident or sure of yourself? Recently there was one incident, I'll not name, somebody who kept flaunting his rank. So everybody got suspicious. Why is he constantly flaunting his rank? You don't need to do it. You know who you are. If really necessary, that moment you will say You don't have to keep on telling So, he who knows himself Doesn't need to, he can afford to become even like a child See, this is what is Sri Krishna's beauty He can become like a child, become a playful god Act as if, you know, he doesn't know Oh Duryodhan, you can make a choice Me or the entire army But he is smiling. Why he is able to do that? Why he is able to smile on the battlefield of Kurukshetra? He knows. I am the boss. I am the king. I pull the strings. That is Sri experience in Alipur Jail. That Sri Krishna Vasudev appears before him. And he says that whatever men may think or do, they will ultimately end up doing my will. Their understanding is in my hands. So, from that day onwards, Shura stopped giving any advice to his lawyer. Does it take 100 years or 100 ah, because we have to become ready. See, that's very simple. Why it takes bliss, that which is the stuff? Why it takes hundred lives? Hundred years is a small time. Lives. Ah, okay, five lives. Just imagine. A little... Joy and we say, ah we do all kinds of gestures. Little joy. Papupasogya. Ah see how we react? Ah, can we contain that bliss? We'll go mad. That is the story of Sri Ramakrishna. He suddenly gave that experience to his nephew, Hirde. And Hirde lost his mind completely. That's why in the ashram, that's why people don't, are not taken. This is not an ashram where convert people, convert people, make many members. This is not a place like that. This is a wrong notion. Because one person sincerely doing yoga is much more important than a thousand well-known person. One has to be ready and that readiness takes lives to reach that point where you can receive the divine. What does Kabir say? This is a known law. That's why in ancient schools of initiation, what does Kabir say? He to ghare prem ka, are ba, Very nice. Khala ka ghar nahi. Now you know, what does it mean? First he says that this is a house of love. So you feel, oh wonderful, we we can go and have party. He says, khala ka ghar nahi. It's not your aunt's. What What is the meaning? Then next he says, shish kataye bhuidare tabbete ghar mai. Outside there is a toll. Naka. <laughs> what is asked for you? Chop off your head, ego, pride, vanity. Keep it there, then enter. Sir baad mein aate Bhagwan se Bhagavan nahi hai. No, no, sir, we will see, we'll come after some time. Let me think it over. So it takes time. Doubt, distrust. And they are also given a full play. That's why. Full play. This darkness is given full play. Why? Because they, the divine knows that this is the child of immortality. He will come through. See, there are two kinds of parents. One parent who allows the child, take the challenge of life. And they know what they trust, their own upbringing. I used to tell, when I studied in Puna, parents are in village and you know, they never known what Puna, what, what does it mean, FMC military, and I, we go through all the things that usual adolescent and you see that, all that. But the answer was, We have given you the right sanskar and we, we trust it. So that's why the divine allows us to go through. you all go through. You have to go through the challenge. Then when you grow up, and laugh at life. Not like a weakling. Oh my God, this may happen. Oh my God, that may happen. Not like that. So this is why it takes time. So Because he becomes completely opposite. Because then the emergence will also be that much better. Imagine Ramayana without Ravana. Ram will be just a good guy. Very sweet. But where is the Rama who stands and says Ravana. Yes, I know you are the lord of three worlds and I am barefoot, yet dharma is with me. Come, we'll have the challenge. That is the Arya Sabhita. Even he tells Parshuram, don't challenge us in this fight. Parshuram challenges. He says, Parshuram ji, abhi tak to <laughs> But don't challenge us to a fight because even if death challenges us, we Surya will take the challenge. And if we take the challenge, even death will shrink. This is the kind of uh, our culture and civilization. How it grew like that? Because it, it, this was inbuilt, ingrained. So, devoid of bliss. He only could dare it who is all blissful. As for him who is devoid of bliss... He, while enjoying the blissless, would still not enjoy it. You can't. There would be no joy if you you didn't have bliss inside. Would rather perish without bliss. Who can become weak? He only can. Who is all powerful? Again, we are told all this in the form of stories. So Krishna is tied, Ma bandho mere hand. and he ties his hands tied to okhali mother doesn't know what is he up to so both the trees have to be liberated so this is the entire thing each challenge brings out that infinite within us what is the basic teaching of Indian thought that you hold within this finite infinite everything has that But man is that interesting uh, creature in whom the infinite can unfold on the basis of the finite. This is what is the real greatness of man. Short of it, all else is mere ignorance. So, he only can, who is all-powerful, the weak one, indeed invaded by weakness, could not endure, but would perish without force. But that doesn't happen. We still look for joy. We can find our joy even in, in the most darkest settings. We can bring out the strength even in the extreme challenge because this is how something is in us. Who could enter ignorance? Only he who is omniscient could enter it. So it is the same way like parents bring out a child and the child is ignorant. Okay, And they want the child to sometime to become clones and copies. But see, each child grows in his own way and brings out knowledge within him in its own way. And the parents are surprised. And they are very happy when the child is able to go ahead of them. That's how Walt Whitman wrote, no? For youngsters. You pass beyond us. So same way, the divine in a sense surpasses himself in his creation. That is the beauty. All that is in a seed state. But when there is the creation and the play, where each one manifests something of that bliss, something of that knowledge, something of that consciousness force, that brings forth a manifold ananda. So parents experience it, their child starts. Where does it the child start from? When a child is conceived, he is just one cell. But in that one cell, what have the parents put? All their hopes, all their dreams. And not only their hopes and dreams, the hopes and dreams of God knows the whole world. When mother was in her physical mother's womb, What did she want? She wanted that my children should be the best in the whole world. Every parent wants at some level they don't express it. Something within us knows there is something about this little cell which can grow into a seer and a sage. Sri father, when he kept this name, Aurobindo, so he had this in mind. He wanted his son to become really great. <laughs> so, this is a dream that parents have put into a cell. But what happens? Their idea of greatness, where things go wrong, their idea of greatness is just like me. Or if not like me, material success. This is where things go wrong. Ambition comes in. Desires come in. If you have a big house, he is... He is really they so proudly people say he is in America. He has got this car. It doesn't mean anything, but for them this is the limit of their dream. But what dream did Jijabai see in Shivaji? Something else. Her husband, though he was a patriot, he had to unfortunately listen to the Mughal rulers. But she didn't want Shivaji. Shivaji should be a liberator. And she put that dream into that little cell which was developing in her womb. And he grows into the leader of the Maratha Empire. He broke the bone of Mughals, and though Shivaji died before Aurangzeb, but Aurangzeb could never stand on his two feet again. So this is how the divine has put this. This world is a conception and a birth. Whose conception and whose birth? Of the infinite. And he has wrapped those dreams and packed it in us and that's why we dream. In our own way, we all dream for perfection. But because of ignorance, our idea of perfection is limited. We all are dreaming of perfection only because the dream is put inside us. So he has become this little creatures whom we call ourselves. Ignorance is the play of knowledge concealing itself in it, itself just like the tree conceals itself in a seed and the parents in a little zygote gamete or a cell so same way uh, they will laugh no somebody would say are you are thinking all this about your child you know he just a two cell they'll say stop being stupid <laughs> same way when if somebody would say the divine what kind of horrible world you have made He will say, it is my I who have taken birth in it. So, this world is destined to become divine. You may, you will have challenges, there is no doubt about it. It cannot become without that. But, that is why the divine can say, he has become this, so that it can become what he is. But, individually, that is the difference. So that, each of us becomes an individual divine. Eko ham bahushyam. Weakness is the play of power, blisslessness the play of bliss, the concealment of itself in itself. And so this is the whole story of creation, recounted in the Rig Veda, Mother recounts it in her own way. And we all experience it in our own way, how weakness is not absence of strength, not that there will never be strength. Weakness simply means the potential strength is concealed inside. A child is weak, isn't it? so weak, it cannot manage itself. But this child, if you make him go through a proper training and whatever is required, has so much strength, he can bring it out, can become a Ram Murthy, a Bhim, Intellectual strength, spiritual strength, all this can emerge because it is hidden inside that is how the divine has concealed himself in creation and is recovering now in individual terms that is how at the cosmic level it's easy to see but in individual terms also he is re recovering himself so that each individual so you have many many as i said one tree versus many trees one tree stand alone it has its beauty no doubt but many trees make a garden so this that's the whole Leela, and then he is revealing the deeper truth of our soul. Anyone who touches the soul understands. There is in us the reactions of the ego, but there is in us the response of the soul. The ego and the mind create duality. How does duality come into existence? Through desires, preferences and choices. Let me take an example. A child is punished, stand out. And, or in olden times, murga banja. Or do ten times push-ups. Oof, how horrible a teacher. But if a child consciously wants to become a Pahalwan, a wrestler, he says, teacher, Thoda saw karwana next day. It is really true. When you, you take, there is a way of looking at life. <laughs> Once, I have gone through this in our military uh, training time. It is very tough. Whole practice was going on. I was feeling sleepy. And me and another friend, the teacher just, you know, the instructor told us to go out. So we went out. But we were laughing. I said, thank God, that boring lecture is over. So we found our own joy <laughs> outside Sitting and chatting (laughs) Till they spotted us And double punishment Now running along the field So you see It depends on how we look at life Ego looks at life Only from preferences Desire point of view It has fixed a bar Between me and happiness If I get this I'll be happy If I don't get this I won't be happy But the soul Takes all experiences And turns it into honey Katopanishad It takes everything and changes it into sweetness and joy. As Yesterday also I was sharing this experience. That when you are going through the rush of things, even extreme situations, it's like life and death and you are, uh, what may happen, you are tense, agitated. Twenty years down the line, how do you narrate it? You know what, then, this is what happened to me, that time you were not laughing. Because there is another kind of joy That you have added to your own What is that joy? In that avalanche I escaped It's a joy Different kind of joy So The gospel of joy Blissfully laughs the jiva Blissfully cries Sheds tears Blissfully throbs As if shining in dark ananda agitated by tortures, blissfully throbs, agitated by violent pleasure. So the jiva has these two poises. One when it is identified with the ego and the nature, it goes through it. But deep inside it still turns it into honey. That is the symbol of the cross. The ego must be crucified to redeem. That's the meaning which they have lost. So on one side it identifies and it develops this sense of me. I And it laughs, it weeps, it cries, it gets agitated, it seeks pleasures. But deep inside it takes all these experiences and turns it into honey. So, there is this. For the full enjoyment of the dark ignorant portion of that ananda, the jiva, he conceals it, becoming obscure and ignorant. It's like when you, people have puzzles, you know, when children grow up, they they are given puzzles. So, first there is five set, um, five piece puzzle, or Chinese puzzle, seven piece puzzle. (laughs) Chinese are themselves a puzzle, hundred piece, thousand piece, five thousand piece. Then, after some time, you want to take a greater challenge. The child says, This is not enough. I want a greater puzzle. Deep inside us, there is something which loves this. It drinks experience like a strengthening wine. And that is why every time you forbid something, there is something in us which wants to do it. What is it that is being forbidden? This is how deep within, that's why in this age we see all these measures are breaking, because This is the full play of the darkness and full play of that which will come out of it purified and strong and ready. The age of Kansa prepares the advent of Krishna. It is the extreme Ravana that brings forth Hanuman and Angad and Sugriv and of course Rama. So this is why when we see it, because this is concealed in creation, this has to be brought out. So it goes through this extreme play He himself has become Even the story of Ravana Since we mentioned in Kansa Who are they? They are companions of the Lord Jai and Vijay And they are fallen They have forgotten This story is very significant So who is Ravana? Ravana thinks I am Ravana He has forgotten who he was He was the uh, Dwarapal of Vishnu but the Lord remembers; He can't forget, so He comes all the way, it takes a human birth to free this guy, and He tries every way become a bhakta. Come, no, He must take the extreme thing, and that is also needed for the play. But what happens eventually? Even Mata Sita goes to his den. You have love for me because you know originally I have loved you. You were the like a child. But he doesn't understand. But in the end, when Ravana dies, it is Ravanathu that dies. Deep inside he discovered that he is the Bhakta of the Lord. He does pranam, he is given the he gives Shastra to Lakshman. So this is the whole secret. And he goes through that whole process and at the end he rediscovers and comes back enriched. The same is true of cancer. So, what is the illness? So, now he is diagnosing us. What is the illness that we are all suffering from? Not pharyngitis, hypertension, diabetes, but ignorance, itis and egotitis. And all other jealousitis, grudgitis, they come from this two main illness. So ignorance is the root of this idea that I am but finite and therefore incapable, weak and sorrowful. And this is, comes to us from every quarter. Every material scientist will tell us, oh, I'm just a bundle of chemicals. When people say this, I have had such scientists. No, no, man is just a bundle of chemicals. I said, so you are also a bundle of chemicals? so what are we debating about and who is debating then <laughs> suddenly what do you mean I, I mean they don't say because you have committed that there is nothing but bundle of chemicals I said who is bothered about talking to a bundle of chemicals you believe in that so I am not interested in talking to a bundle of chemicals but I know that I am not a bundle of chemicals so I just <laughs> it's like you, you say that you are a bundle of chemicals now what happens when I am a bundle of chemicals poor fellow I am at the mercy of chemistry and chemicals and this and that. I don't know. I am brahmasmi. I am ignorant. So this is the problem when we have this approach. So he says, hey, "What is ignorance? Is the root of this idea, and this is real. It is not intellectual. This thing you have to intellectual understanding is a starting point. It is so powerful. You see, in India, everybody knows the Gita, at least." people know something Then when somebody dies what do we say are jeevo marge chale gaye ji kon chala gaya na jayate mriyate vakata chniye tus nenam chiddanti shastraani nenam dhati pavaka then what chala gaya kon chala gaya that doesn't mean you start laughing because he's on the forward journey but you can be composed you know there's a journey on which people are going at least we should be liberated from fear of death Reading the Gita is to be freed from the fear of death That's why these scriptures help, they remind us How powerful, Sri Krishna tells Arjun. You claim to be a Pandit but you are talking like a fool You are doing shoka for those whom you should not grieve for So this is what we hear from every quarter that's why he keeps saying our education system, the biggest revamping required is. Good revamping is taking place. But that there is a gospel of Kashup and there is a gospel of Prahlad. In the gospel of Kashup, everything is there except the divine. Ego is Lord. It cannot work out. You may have all the systems, techniques, marks. But the gospel of Prahlad is first, we must remember the one. The divine presence we carry. We are shy, afraid. I have seen conferences, psychology conferences, Indian psychology conferences. They are afraid of the D word, divine matlana. I had one, some two patients who were brought by a a leader of a big party in Tamil Nadu. He said, Sir, I have heard about you. Please, can you treat them? Uh, so I said, yeah, there's no problem. Since so he said, sir, only one request. Please don't talk about God. I said, why? He said, because we are rationalists. I said, oh, that's not a problem. I'll rationally explain to them about God. No, no, sir, it's in our manifesto that we are not supposed to believe in God. Now we understand how dangerous this gospel of communism Which talks about equality, brotherhood But denies the divine How dangerous it can be We don't realize it today Because that's how Dalai Lama understood Because he was with Mao And he said he wanting everything good for everybody Poverty should be eradicated So he was a bit moved, carried away Then one day when he heard They were sitting side by side and it was an action of truth when Mao suddenly uttered something. This religion, is, all this is only for these ignorant people. Something like that. Opium of the masses. And then he realized he is in the company of an Asura. And he ran away from there. Is there in his life teachings that he realized that he is an Asura? His company, sees is trying to bring equality and later on we know what he did. Because if you have that gospel, this is the inevitable result. Even you may be a religious person but the God you may have constructed may be nothing but an Asura and you are going to destroy a world. So that's why this is ignorance. What else is, does ignorance do? I have to act know and achieve with labor at the expense of energy incurring mortality. How difficult this world is. From childhood we tell a child Compete, compete. If you don't get marks, you have no place. Ghaas chile I mean itna bhi nahi. Bolte I don't know why they had the word Nawab with it. But, uh, so, (laughs) Kheloge kudoge banoge kharaab. Abhi to it has become reverse. All our athletes are doing well. (laughs) So, this idea, you must take joy in the effort. What he's saying is not that don't do effort. But it should be joyous effort. Why? Because you are that and you have to bring that out into your fullness. The full potential of man is that he is God and he must bring it out. This is what they, in the Vedic the children were taught. Svet Varuni, O oh, Svet Ketu, thou art God, thou art that. Then you have to bring out, then every, all the labor is understandable. So, he says, thou art that, I am this, that which thou art, I am not. That which is good for thee is bad for me. I lose by that by which thou gainest. I shall be happy only if I kill thee. I am not at all so illumined and happy that I may make thee happy by my own suffering, by my own loss, and by my death, etc. This is the form of ignorance in mind. And we can understand it in a a simple example. Um, Two examples. One is if somebody suddenly pushes us from behind. And what is the first reaction? This anger. Supposing you discover it's your friend who in his excitement just, you know, touched you a little. Arre! Then what is the next question? Changed. In a house, when you have something which you share with brothers, unfortunately even that is corrupted. But still, let's take the, 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 the relation between family with, uh, with Lord Rama established. So imagine, you know, brothers where each one is happy with the Happiness of other. Tauji ka ya bhai ka beta, Everybody is celebrating. Isn't it? Still, I think it is there. In India, at least, we have kept that. But Why ka beta ho Why is so? What is the difference? This is mine, that is not mine. That is the difference. We should be able to take happiness wherever we see divinity springing forth, wherever there is an effort and success, whatever kind of challenge. How does it matter who? It requires a little change of the mind. But mind, instinctively through the ego, it filters everything. If somebody has succeeded and my child has not succeeded, the way I understand success to start with, I suffer this is ignorance but if that somebody who succeeded was my own brother or my own brother's son i would say good probably if he has gone he will pull put a pulley <laughs> pull all of us so this is ignorance and it come because of the the veil that has been spun by avidya maya and we have already discussed why it starts like that so this is ignorance Ego is indeed its seed. So root is ignorance. Ego is the seed. You cannot slay remove ignorance unless you slay ego. So this ignorance is, of course, we are now we know it's it's avidya. It's the sense of separativeness. There is a difference between separativeness and distinctness. Separativeness is I am separate, that is separate distinctiveness is in a garden you have each tree is its own type I'll have my own distinct expression of the divine in me the expression may be poetry in somebody else it may be wrestling differentiation and distinctness is part of creation it's to make creation manifold diversity but separativeness becomes dangerous then I become a parasite I must, if I have become this, everybody should be an extension of my ego. That is how, you see, groups started form start forming. Everybody should think like me. Everybody should feel like me. So, ego is the seed and ignorance is the root. Without slaying ego, there can be no utopia. Schemes, government, organizations, machinery cannot transform our human life. The only way to transform human life is Transcending the ego And it is possible That's what Shubhinda is telling us It's possible That's what yoga is about It's India's unique gift That this is possible And once we have experimented with it Of course not at a large scale Not that everybody at that time But there were few in the society Who had transcended And they were living a life of Teachers, educators, warriors Artisans so it was enough Few such people were Able to bring enough Sobering effect upon the society That is what is meant by saying Ek sikh in the sense that True devotee of God Who has transcended the ego Such a person Is equal to one lakh Ignorance Even if there is much ignorance One lamp is enough To light up So what Sri said Hundred people Hundred men is enough Freed from ego They will be like sunlights, not just lamps, but uh, or lamps embodying the light of the sun. And this is how society will change. Not by schemes, and uh, the schemes are required, they have their place. But the most important thing is this. And since we are talking about governments, how will that come about? When, let's say, I've been saying this, a country like India recognizes That we are a spiritual being. How? We are not a religious constitution or a secular constitution. But we are a spiritual country. Not a religious country. Not a uh, secular country. We are a spiritual country. When we take pride in that, that we are spiritual. You don't understand it? That's your problem. Come. There are teachers who will explain to you. We are a spiritual race. This is what India is intended to become, will become. Already we can see some Kind of recovery taking place in that direction. Ego is indeed its seed. By deliverance from ego, one is delivered from ignorance. Several ways of delivering from the ego. Yoga, the different yoga which tell us. One is to keep on meditating on the true self. I am not this body, not this mind, not this heart, not this. Everything that is all the time in flux, I am none of these. So discover the stable basis, one way. I am saying in a simple way, but it takes time. Another way, by the way, of works. No more for just my desired satisfaction, but doing it as a seva. Whose seva? Seva of the divine. When I remember and offer and refer everything to the divine, then after some time, where will be ego? You are not doing anything to satisfy or please yourself, but for the sake of the divine. Third method, swiftest, fastest, to love the divine and become like the divine mohi lal karde. what is this song i am forgetting atavakos is based on that famous lali more lal ki jit dekho tit lal lali dekhn Megai gai main bhi ho gai lal rang de tu girwa i want fully to be coloured with your colour i want nothing else then you become like the divine there is no more no ego in the divine he acts So there are so many ways in India we have. So many ways. But we can start with selflessness. That's the simplest step. At least not to be selfish. Becoming egoless takes time. But unselfishness is easier. Whether we are dealing with people in job, in workplace, we should be unselfish in our dealings. So this is the path. So this is the remedy. Sri as a doctor is writing. Diagnosis. Ignorance, number one, number two, or number one, ego, itis, number two, is infected by ignorance. Remedy, free from ignorance. Method, all the yoga that is already there. So he says, by deliverance from ignorance, one is delivered from suffering. Knowing that I am all blissful, he am I, Sohamasmi must In the ancient one of the methods, there is this constant meditation. Sohamasmi, I am that, I am that. By meditating, knowing that I am all blissful, he am I. I am one, I am infinite, I am all. One becomes all blissful, one becomes a being of bliss. So one of the methods, the way of the Upanishad is, this is not what Shirobindo's ultimate method is, but he is writing it in the style of the Upanishads. Instead of constantly thinking, I am weak, I am helpless, I am useless, you should think, I am the divine. The divine is in me, the divine is in all. When somebody asked Sri what is the best idea to meditate upon, he said, the best is what is given in the Isha Upanishad. tu sarvani bhutani atman nevanupashyata. Tatra ko moha Ekattva Manu What What is that mean? To see the divine in oneself and in everyone, it liberates us. It has a liberating effect. Because constantly we are referring everything to the divine. We may be travelling, we may be on the road, we may be in a traffic jam, we may be in somebody's house, we may be eating, we may be playing. This constant inward remembrance of the eternal is the liberating Method, liberating power. Some people use the word Namjab. So powerful. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, so much you become one with her. That there is nothing of you. So there are so many methods. One can use it. So he is saying anything that reminds us of divine. Basically it means that anything that reminds us of divine is the way to dissolve the ego. So he's saying, by deliverance from ignorance, one is delivered from suffering. Knowing that I am all blissful, He am I, I am one, I am infinite, I am all, one becomes all blissful, one becomes a being of bliss. Whatever we concentrate upon, contemplate upon, that we tend to become. It's a basic logic and the basic law. This indeed is liberation. So liberation is not about going to a jungle. This indeed is liberation. Liberated, he enjoys the enjoyments of all. Enjoying all joys infinitely, he is not separated from finites. He doesn't need to go into a shelter home and pray there to, be, to experience that delightful. He experiences delight in everything. Because that is the reality, that is the occult reality. So he doesn't have to separate himself and go elsewhere. And finites, he is not deprived of the infinite. All the relations are there. Yagnval story. Mother, father, child, wife, whatever people may call and you do that. But deep inside there is the sense of the infinite, the sense of the divine within. And in everything that you are dealing with, objects. In workplace, imagine when we are working and we live with this idea. I am not just a worker here, but I am doing service of the divine. Every person that comes to my counter is God in disguise. It is going to change the quality of our work and the quality of our consciousness so much. These are things of practice. So instead of thinking what is going to benefit me, let me see how I can serve him well. And if you live like this, it actually ends up, you end, end up succeeding much more. Simply because you have changed your attitude. It is not a house I am building where I will get money. It is a temple I am building. Every house is a temple. Imagine, every doctor, God in disguise has come to me as a patient. And the, may the divine healer act through this body and heal. Life will change So this is where Military God has taken this strange form He has come to Fight with me from that side And I must defend the country God within me should give me That strength That I am to engage in this combat Mortal combat Knowing there, knowing that ultimately None dies This attitude With which you know one goes into the war, knowing it's no more your scene. Battle. This actually helps. They have this battle cry and chants. Har har Mahadev. In India, they we have this chant. Chai Bhavani. Suddenly, you are charged. You are no more yourself. You are not fighting for any personal thing. You are fighting because this is a war which has been thrust upon you. Your role is to defend, and you receive that grace. But you have no hatred. You will not butcher a body, cruelly or anything. That you will not do. Your role is to defend and you are defending it actively. So this is where it changes everything. He is one. He becomes many. He who sees the oneself in all. So everywhere there is family. Everywhere one is comfortable. In every situation, every circumstance. Because every house is not his house in the ego way. It is mother's house. Why would one be uncomfortable? He is indeed unborn and is as it were born. He knows both. Sambhuti and sambhuti. He is unborn. He knows that this is limiting and again back. So he knows oneself if we use the traditional Vedantic analogy. It is not that I am the wave or I am the ocean alone. I know that I am the ocean and the wave simultaneously. So it changes the perspective. The wave never dies. It emerges and goes back. Even being born, he is not born, is not bound. The sea cannot say that it is finished. So even being born, he is not born, is not bound. He has no birth. I the self Reveal self By self In self I the ocean Bring out the wave And the drops The whole ocean In the wave And the drop The whole wave Going back Ocean as the wave Going back into the Ocean itself So this is the vision The self By the self In the self Liberated by this knowledge One enjoys the play Then comes the game You Enjoy the play but there no more this uh, delusion, this desire, this craving, this ego. This goes away. So one enjoys the play. Now comes the ultimately why this world is made. For Leela, play indeed is the world. Now no more Maya for Leela. What is Leela? It is the unfolding of the divine through the play. Kheel kheel mein. a movie I think like that. I have forgotten. Kheel kheel mein. So divine ke upar la hoti hai. Through play. Mother used to play tennis. And while playing tennis, so much change. Once, some of them used to, one day she asked Nirodha? why aren't you coming? He says, because I don't get to play. He said, Do you think I am going there only to play tennis? With each stroke, I am clearing that energy which is being released. It is clearing even your karmas. So that is the play. Divine plays. Playfully. That is why those who uh, become one with Krishna, they enjoy this play. Because it is a play. They know that ultimately, which even gods don't understand. This is a privilege given to man. Brahma didn't understand, Brahmaji, <laughs> lest he takes offence. <laughs> he didn't understand that, uh, what is this, they are misbehaving with him, all these, wall-wall. they don't know, he is who is he? So he steals them all, hides them. He says, Let's, let me test, let me see. So what happens, when he hides them and comes, he sees, they are again there. He's confused. How can they be there? So he goes, follows them. They are all in their homes enjoying. So Brahmaji gets very confused. He goes back, he says, No, they are there. So they are there, they are here. How can it be? Because they are all, Sri Krishna has brought out this creation out of himself. We can bring out infinite creations, many Brahmas, Vishnus. That's the basis of the story. So they are all extensions. And when we discover that we are nothing but extensions of the divine, one with the divine, Then where is sorrow? Even when we are alone We will be in bliss Because he is with us Even in darkness We know this is He has concealed himself Not even concealed He is there It's just that he has put a cover So we will say Rajai se barney glow (laughs) Don't wear this This doesn't look nice on you Okay your name is Shama But Shama (laughs) Sundar Not Shama Baya Terror Become a Shama Sundar This is how we will deal with this creation because we will discover the all blissful everywhere. Liberated by this knowledge, one enjoys the play. Then you don't want to run away from darkness, from this or that. You in fact want to discover him everywhere. For Leela, play indeed is the world. He has become playful for joy. The divine is a little child. In one of his aphorisms says he is an eternal child playing in the eternal garden. And mother says at one place, she says, you should learn to laugh with the Lord. And he says, the problem is human beings become too serious. And then they want to become very virtuous. (laughs) So they divide. And they believe perfection is being all virtuous. And what they do in the end, they drive away everything out of the world. But this world was not made to create virtuous, stoic human beings. It is for the joy Our Krishna, one thing that doesn't apply to him is virtuous. So it it shocks the Semitics. They can't understand. They want a very virtuous God. People still raise questions. Why did he tell a lie? Why did he make him? (laughs) You have to say. Come on. Of course there are several ways of talking about it. The Dharma is the core. Dharma is everything. And that's what he he impresses, that dharma is the important element. And if it comes in this way or that way, but the important element is dharma. Anyway, that's a, a subject in its own right. But well, he is playing. What is the meaning of this play? I am playing football. Now, I can be either the ball which doesn't know why I am here. I am pushed by all the players, kicked about. And I say, see, what is this life? Or I can be the player. But without knowing the rules of the game Again I am confused Or I can be the player who knows the rules of the game I may fall but I get up I enjoy the play One day the team loses One day it wins One day I make I am bold on the first ball Another day I hit a century It is all part of the play Joyous play Sportsman spirit And then I can Practice to become a Gary Sobers And perfect myself in the play then the play will become many fold beautiful. But it is still a play. At the end of the day it is a play. And we must become perfect because to play the game well, knowing the rules. That's why games games have rules. Because then you enjoy. What is the point anybody says, oh, underhand." Pelle, de, na? underhand cricket? Actually there used to be cricket. First it started with underhand bowling. So you can do anything and just get away. Make it level higher and higher, higher. Body line, now this, that. So It's a play. (laughs) Know the rules of the game, no doubt about it. Somebody may play foul. Somebody will be shown red card. Sometimes you will be shown a yellow card. When you have not really done anything. But you can't start sitting on the fence and complaining. You wait, your turn will come again. Get into it and play the game. See this is what is the Leela Therefore Be engaged in Leela O sons of bliss Being united Play Enjoy the bliss Having attained the one Enjoyable divine Enjoy him in all things What a powerful Affirming, life affirming Yoga Survinda is giving us. Enjoy this world. Teenatyaktiena bhunjata But he has taken it to what level? This is Sri Krishna's Leela. Leela Artha. So you enjoy the game. Play with him. He is playing with you. He has become all these. So play the game. Play, know the rules of the game and perfect the game. So this is how he has made this play. For lila indeed is the world. He has become playful for joy. The joy is multiplied by the play and different kinds of play. Therefore, be engaged in lila, O sons of bliss. He's addressing us like that. Being united, play, enjoy the bliss. Being united, play. Even when you are playing apparently on opposite sides, still don't forget the oneness, being united. That's how you know now IPL. you can't cheer this team on that. It's, it's all world team. So, play. Having attained the one, enjoyable divine, he is enjoyable. Enjoy him in all things. As commanded by the Divine, I shall indeed expound the bliss. Let the bliss manifest itself, removing the obscurity. O sons of bliss, sons, O sons of bliss. O sons of bliss, O sons of bliss. So, if I had to keep a name for this Upanishad, I'll just read that last bit in Sanskrit since we started. If I had to... Give a name for this. This Shivinda never gave a name. So, only one upnishad is named by the author. That is Swetashvatar, as far as I know. I mean, I don't know all the 200 upnishads, but main upnishads only one. Rest are by theme. Kena, there is a question. Isha, it's about Lord. Prashna, there is a question. Mundaka, Manduke, they are all named thematically. So if one has to give a thematic name to this Upanishad, I would say Ananda Upanishad. Page 11 Leelarthahi Jagadanandarth Leelamay iti Leelam kurutanandasya Putra Yukta kridatananda bhungadvamekam bhogyam bhagavantam prappya bhungadvam sarva vasthusho. Enjoy this bliss in all things, being one with the Lord of bliss. Anandam hi pravaksyami bhagavata dista. Because as commanded by the Divine, I am revealing this. For the bliss, gospel of bliss. Tamasam, Pavrityananda, Prakashatang, Tashya, Putra. We are children of light and we are children of immortality. As commanded by the Divine, I shall indeed expound the bliss. Let the bliss manifest itself, removing the obscurity. O sons of bliss, Oh sons of bliss, I will close with a line which I am coming to my mind from Savitri. Night is not our beginning nor our end. She is the dark mother in whose womb we have hid. From two shift and awakening to world pain. So we have hid in the womb, thick skin, whatever. We have come to her. From a supernal light. By light we live and to the light we go. This is the gospel of Sri Aurobindo in an upanishadic format. Namaste.